Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, the number one podcast in construction, with your hosts, Joseph Valente and me, Paul Selvin. Get motivated, get inspired, and get educated. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hi everyone, my name is Paul Selwyn and welcome to the Trade Mastermind Trade Secrets Podcast. Today we are joined by a very special guest. He is Lewis from... Swift Heating and Gas Services. Swift Heating and Gas Services. Now, Lewis has been a client of ours for nearly two years now. And today what we wanted to do is dig into his journey, exactly why he started with uh, Trade Mastermind, where his business was when he started, where he got to, and what is in the future. So, Lewis... What brought you to Trade Mastermind's doors? And it was nearly two years ago now, if I remember first meeting you. Yeah, um, thanks for having me, Paul. So um, about two years ago, I think I just see a, an online online video. Yeah. Um, I, I filled in a, a sort of questionnaire, and then a couple of days later, someone rang me for a chat um, and, and explained uh, a little bit about the course and asked if I would be interested, and it went from there. Okay, so you just had a general plumbing business. Was it you and other people, or was it just you and your own? Or, or? Yeah, so I I was a one man band at the time, I think, and I was just in in the process of taking on my first uh, engineer. Okay, when when I started, so. scary times back then as well. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily for me, uh, he's a real good guy, and he's actually still with me. Uh, okay, and, and he's one of the reasons why we've done uh, so well. He's. Uh, He's a little bit more experienced than mm-hmm. me, um, and we've both got like a lot of respect for each other, so it we, we work well together. It's good when you have that sort of partnership to run. To be fair, I had a guy called Adrian who worked with me in the early days, and this was back, I was one of these six, um, six-week plumbers or six-week gas engineers that everybody hates. Yeah. When I did a little course, and then went out fit boilers, and it was actually Adrian um, who I paid, I think about £200 a day to actually come on the tools and help me learn the business. But um, I don't know about you, I, I never had the guts to kind of hire him full time because I didn't know whether I'd be able to pay him at the end of the month. I yeah. didn't have the confidence in the workflow at that point. I don't know what it was like for you when you were going through that. Yeah, it, it was something uh, I was wary of. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, I, I was doing sort of 10 to 12 hour days every, every day. I remember them. Out <laughs> um, on weekends as well. Um, and I didn't really have much of a life. So when Jason offered to, to sort of come and work for me, mm-hmm. I kind of jumped at the chance um, and it felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, things have just sort of progressed and, and, and we're doing really well as a business at the moment. Okay, yeah, so, so from back in those early days, obviously you had your first member of staff, so then you were, you were in fact running the business model of being a, a man with a man. Yeah. Um. So when you joined Trade, what was the... Plan. Did you have a plan in mind, or did you just want to jump? Yeah, so, so I had no kind of structure. I had no business plan mm-hmm. um, whatsoever, and everything was a little bit. It worked well, but it was a, a little bit erratic. Okay. Um. So the the phone was ringing at all hours. I'd work. Yeah. Um. I didn't have a clear structure. Um. And from uh, coming to the opening sort of day at the trade masterminds they um they explain the best way to kind of run a business or, or a great business is for you not to be involved in the day-to-day yeah operations um so that's what i kind of strive to achieve to to become redundant from the business and get the business to actually run itself mm-hmm. not there 
Well, there's a lot of weight to be said in that because, I mean, the, when, when you're actually involved on the front line, the problem with that is that you, you, I would always say to anybody, work out exactly where you spend most of your time. Mm. For most trades guys, that's on the tools doing the day-to-day -day work. And the problem with that is you might feel like you're busy and you're being productive, but you can't really see what's happening behind you. So you can't deal with leads effectively. You can't deal with sales effectively. You can't deal with invoicing operations. All the other stuff that need is needed in a successful business, yeah. you can't do while you're on the tools. Yeah, it, it was it was difficult, and and I know for a fact that I've lost out thousands on missed invoices that we've yes we've carried out drops <laughs> a couple of years ago, and those invoices was never never paid. Yeah, sent sometimes. Someone's got away with it. <laughs> yeah, so um, so I did quickly realise now we had two engineers on the road, including myself, mm -hmm. um, that the, probably the, the next step was either going to be an apprentice or some or, or an admin yep. um, and person. So from taking that first member of staff on, it just kind of snowballed into the next. Yep. Um, so, yeah. You've had that faith, though, because like I said, some people, they do hire the first person and they end up becoming employed. Well, sorry, when they've got employees working for them, they become a little bit disheartened because... I think employment's one of the best things about being a businessman um, and it's also the worst because you've got to then deal with their problems. You feel a bit like their mum and dad, but you've still kept the focus and still kept hiring and hiring and hiring, haven't you? It's a, it's a yeah. yeah, so um, specifically the past uh, year, I think we've probably had about eight to ten new people. Come eight to ten? Yeah. That's some yeah. growth in a year. Yeah. <laughs> one a month. Yeah. <laughs> I would say um, sort of 80 to 85% of the people are still with us, but we, really? I've had a couple of things. be a good boss. Most of mine left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, because I've I've run the business from yep. literally answering the phone all the way up, Yeah. Um, I know every aspect of it. So yep. I try to be a good boss in, in being understanding and <laughs> um, and paying good wages as well. We we, we pay really well. Good. Um, and we we do a good job, but we we charge a good price. Mm -hmm. And and at the moment, it seems to be working for us because yeah, we don't just operate um, in Grimsby, where I'm from. We operate in different counties now. Right. Okay. So we're more than just a local. We're, we're kind of going regional. And then you never know. One day we might even be national. National. Big dreams. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair though, you've got to. Have, it's a, it's testament to your management skills anyway, because you have to be able to employ management skills to operate in that sort of area. And I found that when I went from maybe ten miles from Maystone and we started moving into all of Kent, yeah. I was struggling. Um, and then I had to develop myself as a manager before we then moved into Essex and South London and then around into Surrey. Because I think the the maximum amount of time I had without seeing a single member of staff was six weeks. So I needed a lot of systems and processes in place and reports and things like that to make sure that that was still operating at its optimum. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything that you put in place to make sure that uh, people are doing the jobs that they're meant to do when they're meant to do? Yeah. So we've we've got some um, good CRM systems. We've got a couple of good CRM systems. Um, also, they report to me uh, just once a week. Okay. Um, not every day because that can sometimes become a bit overpowering. Right. Okay. Um and then, obviously, uh, at the end of each month, we will review what went well that month from not so well. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, but everyone kind of, um, everyone chips in, and I wouldn't be able to do what we've managed to achieve uh, without such a good team. So I'm grateful for everyone. Good. Um, we've actually um, managed to become the 
I think it's the second biggest boiler, uh, domestic boiler installer in Lincolnshire. Really? Yeah. Nice one. Who's at number one? Are you knocking off the top spot? <laughs> I, can't, I can't comment on that. <laughs> Hopefully you've got them on your radar, though. <laughs> I, I, yeah, next next year with the yeah. new with the new surveyor that we've got, we should be doing more numbers yeah. uh, than any other company uh, in our county, uh, which is a big old county in Lincolnshire yeah. as well. So. Lewis, that's fantastic growth. I mean, just to put that in, actually in terms of people that don't don't understand the game or don't understand exactly how these businesses are built, what were we talking sort of numbers turnover-wise now to well, before to now, and then how many installs from then to now? What we yeah uh, raw figures. So the the first year when I came on a mastermind, I didn't I didn't actually know any figures. I didn't know what my turnover was. Okay, I used to just go yes. to yeah, <laughs> I used to go to work and work as hard as I could. Yeah. And then the accountant would give me a figure at the end of the year. <laughs> and and it was just as simple as that. But um, from this time last year, I think we, we fitted 14 boilers last September and we've just fitted 38 this September. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, 140,000 uh, revenue this month. This with, month? Yeah, with a few days left. Yeah. Uh, especially on the service and repair side. Mm-hmm. So we might we might hit 150 grand by the end of September which is uh, a number um, I didn't think was achievable really uh, yeah so I'm, I'm pleased those must feel pretty good though you know I mean it's a great achievement I, I remember it well because to be fair you've smashed my target I was about 120 130 max so you know aiming for 150 you yeah. smashed it yeah it's um, and I'm still not done I'm still not finished good um, so I'm still hungry mm-hmm. still still working hard every day and still trying to Improve a team, um, improve our processes constantly. How do you keep on track with all of this? Because I, I remember when I was going through that growth phase, um, it's hard work, especially when you're a business owner on your own. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't, or I didn't have anybody really to speak to. My senior team were good, but they were still, you know, employed by me, so they might just tell me what I needed to hear. But I mean, how do you actually keep accountable to your own set of actions month on month on month? Yeah, it's difficult because I, I do put quite a lot of um, pressure on on myself. I track my own conversion rate as well. Okay. Um, and I just constantly um, check in on how the, the, the team's performing mm-hmm. in relation to any recalls, any complaints. Yeah. Um, the, the surveyor's mm-hmm. um, conversion rate. Talking about complaints, we're quite lucky because we specialise in one area which is boiler installs yeah we don't really get any complaints because Good. the team is so well drilled on what we're doing day yeah. in day out so that does make my life a little bit easier um it, it's uh like i say it's because we've got such a good team that actually care about the customers and mm-hmm. care about doing a good job and um, so that's really well if you put that at the helpful. forefront of your business and your attitude and build that into the culture of the business it's always going to go go forward and go strong i mean yeah. speaking about going forward and going strong what is the plan for the future have you got any massive plans i mean you mentioned the fact you want 150 grand you want to get number one in lincolnshire yeah where are you going what's your um, plan for the next five yeah, years so I, I want to sort of concrete being um the best um in lincolnshire good um i, I think we're, we're starting to make people are starting to take notice of us a little bit now uh, i really want to concrete that and and, and grow us uh, uh Further in our area, mm-hmm. in, increase the brand, 
Um, but I want to be able to fit boilers all the way from Newcastle down to Essex. Right. The, the full East Coast uh, no, that's right. of England. And, uh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm out of the game now. <laughs> if you compete with me. <laughs> Maybe even go into Scotland and Wales. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm really happy. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a, a system which I've learned from Trade Mastermind um, mm-hmm. and, and the vision uh, is, it, it's it's looking, it's looking really good. Okay. Well, look, I mean, you've got some big plans there. I mean, if you were to go back two years and uh, just when you were starting the program yeah. and give yourself one bit of advice, yep. what would that bit of advice be right at the start of this program? Um, to just believe in the process. Mm-hmm. You've got to believe. Um, you've got to believe, but you've also got to take action as well. Um, you've got to hire the right people. Yeah. Um, you, you can't let your fears stop you. Yeah, you've you've really just got to attack it, um, and if you attack it, then you'll achieve sort of quick results like I have. Mm-hmm. If if you're a person that's constantly sat on the fence and constantly worrying, then it's probably not the right program for you. But if you do want to sort of give it a hundred percent, then you will get the rewards on the other side. I Fantastic. Think. Well, look, I mean, your business growth has been absolutely monumental. I mean, the trajectory that you've been on has been incredible. So we've really enjoyed having you on the program. I'm really glad that's worked for you. And uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. So if you've enjoyed this episode of the Trade Secret Podcast, if you would click the link below to like and subscribe, and we'll see you with 15 future episodes. Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, the number one podcast in construction, with your hosts, Joseph Valente and me, Paul Selvin. Get motivated, get inspired, and get educated. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe.